You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast, where we hear from Michael Kidd. And he shares with us how he went from weight loss surgery to finding his running zen. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, we have yet again another new friend. This is Michael Kidd. Hello, Michael. Hi. Michael's actually doing what we maybe we should all do. Maybe that should be the future of the podcast. Um, we all need to be out walking because it's better than, well, it's easy to understand than when we're panting and running. So walking and doing a podcast is actually a really good idea. Well, that and it solves the little internet issue at home. So Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a little tech issue. <laughs> All right, Michael, um, I'm, I'm glad that you're walking, but for everyone, um, you'll hear little bits of background noise, but that's what it is. So it's really cool that Michael's out. We can hear him clearly and um, the little bits of the you know odd noise in the background was just because he's out walking, doing what we should all be doing uh, while we're doing the podcast. It's perfect. No so, worries. Michael, let's start with a bit of your background. Where did you grow up? Where are you from? Um, I've always been sort of Sydney-based. I grew up in the Hills District of Sydney and um, later on when I met my, my wife, we moved out to the Hawkesbury area. So <gasps> where I am now, you can hear the the traffic as we walk past the raft base in Richmond. Oh, nice. That's lovely there. We, um, I spent a little bit of time living in, in Pimble and one of my children oh, yeah. was born in Hornsby. <laughs> so, oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of know the area a little bit. Anyway, that's awesome. Okay, so um, you when you were at school, did you do much sport? Were you a very sporty kind of kid? Not really. I used to race BMX like everyone in my age group. Ooh, wow. Um up till I was about 14 when I had a, a pretty bad injury and had a, an open fracture in my uh, left arm and busted my collarbone and everything else. So I sort of had to sit the season out. And um, then I started to really enjoy afternoon TV and never got back into it. <laughs> they get home from school, quick turn on whatever the series is or something you're watching. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Whereas it, like before that, I used to, you know, as soon as I got home, I was on the bike and down the BMX track and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And it just, yeah, never got back into it sort of thing. Wow. Do you remember when you were doing the BMXing, what was it that made you want to keep doing it at that time? Oh, I'm a pretty competitive person. So I always like trying to, you know, beat the next bloke sort of thing. Yeah. So that sort of kept me driving. Um, yeah, which is why I was always down the track trying to, you know, get a bit quicker and everything else. So, yeah, yeah once it sort of stopped, it was just really hard to get a, a go again. Get it, get back again. All right. Um, yeah. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I've got two sisters, yep. Yeah, and they've always been into their horses and that sort of stuff. And they're mm-hmm. both, uh, yeah, they do a bit of running and that sort of stuff as well. And that's probably part of what sort of got me into it. Oh, wow. Oh, we'll hear about that in a minute. Uh, yeah. Do you remember about running in particular when you were at school? Do you remember what your thoughts were around, you know, because we they used to make us, oh, well, not make us, the wrong word to use, but. Oh, yeah, no, 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 they made us. <laughs> this is, we're talking 70s and 80s. They made us. We had to do it. We had to do the cross country and the, yeah. you know, the lead up to the athletics carnival and that type of yeah. stuff. We always had to do the pre-training and that type of thing. So, you yeah, know, they, they pretty much made us. 
And did you enjoy that or was it just something you just did because it was part of school? Pretty much something I had to do. Um, I remember uh, when I first moved out um, to Box Hill, which is where we had, where my sisters had their horses and everything. Mm-hmm. One of my friends used to live on the cross country route and we could actually go to his place for an hour then cut down the back paddock and join the, the run again and get back in without actually having to do the run. Oh, I see. <laughs> so finding ways to avoid it was also. <laughs> oh, at, at, at every chance. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. So you get to the end of school. What did you do? What's your What was your path to? Well, I, yeah. I'm a mechanical fitter by trade. Yeah. So I did that for a few years and then got into management for about 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, then about, oh, when was it? 2005, I just felt my body was, oh, let's, well, to, to put it mildly, I felt like I was breaking down. I just, I was, because so, I was so large, it was hard to walk up the stairs into the yeah. office and that type of stuff. And I thought, we've got to do something about this. Mm. So I just started walking in the mornings um, before work. So I used to do about four or five K walk in the mornings. And mm-hmm. after, a, after a few months, I thought, I'm starting to feel you know, it's actually making me feel pretty good. Um, and that, I didn't change anything else. I was still eating the same and everything else. And I felt the kilos drop off. I think I was about 130 kilos when I started that. And how tall are you? Uh, just shy of six foot. I'm 178. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I was quite quite husky. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the weight started dropping off. And then I started doing a little bit of running. So I actually thought I invented this till I started listening to your podcast. I used to run from one telegraph pole to the next, then walk <laughs> one, then run one. And that was my little thing. And it, it worked. And the next thing you know, I was running five Ks and I was really, really enjoying it. Um, that was back in 05 to about 2010. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I never joined the dots. But at the time, um, my my outlook on life was a lot better a lot a lot happier a lot mm-hmm. a whole lot um my relationship with my wife and kids was fantastic my career was going from strength to strength and i just seemed to be able to fit a lot more into the day and i didn't connect the the healthy lifestyle with the the healthy mental health and the and everything else and i yeah. anyway in 2010 um father's day weekend my father passed away mm-hmm. and i was the the bunny that found him on the floor of his workshop and oh. couldn't get him started and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. And I sort of took a little bit of a break from running and, but I, I still did a little bit. I was still going a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just got bloody dive bombed. <laughs> um, yeah, still going a little bit. And then in January, the following year, January 2011, my mum got diagnosed with stage four cancer and I just gave up on everything. Oh. And I sort of, you know, shrunk back into my shell and it just didn't do any exercise and my career sort of plummeted. Yeah. Um, and I've, fortunately, I've got a great wife. So mm-hmm. whilst my relationship probably suffered a bit, she's always stood by me. So I've still got that. I've still got a great relationship with my kids, my wife, and everything else. So, But then um, fast forward now to March last year, mm-hmm. um, my wife, who's also... Uh, also was a bigger girl we were doing a bit of a road trip and we brought up the subject of um weight loss surgery and again we've always tried to lose weight and we've probably lost the same 30 40 kilos about six times yeah um and then we just did that and from that moment on we just started just completely switch flick the switch both got more active she likes her walking and her cycling she's not a runner um i got back into the running again and here we are 
September. So you both had you both had weight loss surgery, did you? Exactly the same day on our 24th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow, that's incredible. That wasn't planned that way. That was just when we could sort of fit it in or yeah. when it could fit in with the, the schedule and the surgeries and everything. But, yeah. So that was 10 years that the, that grief really, I, I guess, yeah. got a hold of you. Deal with it. That's, that's all it was. I didn't deal with it. So, yeah. And do you feel like you, you're dealing with it now? I mean, I know it never goes away, but it's that. Um, I'll be honest, I'm still working on that. I've actually yeah. got a, another appointment with a psychologist this time next week. Yeah. Um, just to try and get there because I literally, because I was caring for my mum, because my mum only passed away September last year. Okay. Um, but it was a sort of, it was like a long grief because she really didn't look after herself. Actually, I'm going to turn around because there's gardeners up ahead and it's going to get really noisy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she didn't take care of herself, so we were always trying to make, you know, make her life more comfortable, trying to get her to see the most out of her life and everything yeah. else. And it was a really stressful time for, mm. for me and my sisters and my other, my, my next sister down, she also would, would agree that she let herself, her health suffer mm. in the same period as well, and she's only just starting to get back on the game. Yeah, that, that must be really common, I think. Um, I've been fortunate, touch wood, over you know uh, recent times. Although I've seen it in my family, where yeah. where you know somebody is ill and then this, members of the family um, rally around to help the, to become the carers, but they then yeah. lose themselves a bit. And, and it's finding. I mean, I'm, it's definitely possible to do both. It's just a really you have to. It's challenging, I suppose. And oh, absolutely. To look after yourself as well at the same time because you can't um it's such a caring a caring role is literally you know you're caring for that person and yeah. the people doing the caring very often forget caring for themselves which then makes them not as good at caring for the other person it's kind of a catch-22 a bit isn't it absolutely i could not agree more and i yeah both my sister and i have had that conversation that you know we we can't exactly look after mum if we can't mm. look after ourselves first Exactly. And you feel selfish because you look after yourself, but yeah, what do you do? It's it's as you said, it's catch twenty two. Yeah. So um, coming back to running, so you you came back to running. Is that why you chose running? You said, as you said, your wife um, chose cycling and walking. Yeah. You came. Um, I think I chose running again because it was just something that was easy to do. Like yeah. Um, you know, you get up in the morning, you go through a walk. Well, if you can walk, you can pretty much run generally. So yeah. as long as you can, you know, afford a reasonable set of shoes, you're, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah. And um, out the door. And you can sort of take it anywhere you go. Um, and I I like to travel around a bit. My my current job sees me working a pretty good roster where my daughter jokes that I'm semi-retired because mm -hmm. I, I work about six months of the year, scattered out over it. So um like for instance this week i'm on what they call a rostered week off nice <laughs> you know i'll just get out go for a bit of a walk or a run or or whatever and um as a as a result my wife's also given up her full-time teaching job and she just sort of teaches casually yeah so what we do now is on my four and seven day weekends we'll just hop in the car and we'll go somewhere that's awesome. see a bit of the place and you know if you're doing that it's really easy to pack a set of running shoes and you know Go explore. Away you go sort of yeah, mm, oh, yeah, I love so, it. Yeah. Um, are your children are adults now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a 19-year-old daughter and a 21-year-old son. Okay, yeah. 
So that's why you can just go off and which is what we, my husband and I are also in that space, which is nice <laughs> to be able to just go and do some exploring. Oh, it is. It's really good. It's, it's almost, well, it's not the same because we're a lot older now, but it's like before the kids were born, we could sort of be a bit more free. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been making the most of it. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask you a question about your, um, oh, your work. So your work is very sedentary. Is it still like in management? No, no, no I'm not in management anymore. Ah, I'm back on the go. tools. Um, really enjoying that actually I don't know why I actually went into management at the time um, my wife was concerned that I'd you know thrown a lot of money in education away Mm -hmm. um, when I went into management but she's seen that I'm now a much happier and easier person to live with yeah Um, yeah so it's a bit more physical I I work on the cranes down at the ports oh wow so you know one of the things is to, to get up the key cranes, it's about 300 stairs or 250 stairs. Um, wow. I'll take the stairs rather than take the lift just <laughs> to sort of keep things moving sort of thing. And that, that sort of helped me drop my weight quite yeah. quite quickly, actually. I just did that all the time. So it would be very helpful for both. Like, So being fitter will be help, helpful for the job, but the job yes. itself helped you get fitter as well. Oh, so it's, it's great. That, that, that's actually made a massive difference to, to me at work. I always thought I was doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, but then as I got fitter and smaller, um, I was, yeah, it just made life so much easier at work. Sorry, so, it's raining. So I've just walked under a, a little cover. Oh, that's fine. It's not raining here in Noosa, <laughs> where I am at the moment, which is nice. Um, so what is your running looking like at the moment? So so it's been about a year, is that what you said? since you uh, About 18 months again? since I got mm-hmm. back into it again. Um do park run as often as I can sort of thing around my, my roster and my shift. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of park run where I, yeah. when we go away, when my wife and I go away, she's even got down to it. She's got the little 5k app on her phone and she'll see where we're going, where the nearest park run is. Cause she knows that if Mike gets out there and goes for his park run, he's going to be a lot easier to deal with yeah. <laughs> throughout the weekend. And does she, does she walk it or anything as well? No, or just she hasn't done one yet. I'm actually hoping that, what's today? Thursday. I'm hoping this weekend because the weather's starting to get a bit warmer up here and everything else, and I won't be running it because my knee's still a bit funky. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping she might even have a crack at her first park run. I think the name Run uh, yeah. puts her off a little bit. Yeah, it should be Run slash Walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because so I don't think she grasps the concept that I, I keep telling her. Look, you know, there's there's the tail walker that's not you're not going to hold anyone up because they're always walking much slower than you. Yeah, yeah, and um, a lot of people start here. by doing that. Oh yeah, and we had a yeah. lady here a couple of weeks ago that was doing it on a walking stick. So oh wow, yeah, yeah, no, she was and she was she wanted to break the the 59 minute mark sort of thing. Yeah. So you know, I sort of think if you can. You know, working around those parameters, it's all good. And let's face it, you finish off with a nice coffee, it's all pretty civilised. It is pretty civilised. It's very nice. <laughs> I love it. So so before you got injured, what, what was your um, running schedule in the week looking like? How um, well, again, it depends on my roster, but I try and do four or five runs a week sort of thing. Yeah. So um, when I'm when I'm not on shift, because we do 12-hour shifts, so it's a bit yeah. hard. And I live about an hour and a half away from where I work. Oh, so wow. it's yeah. It's a big day. Mm. Um, so on my days off, I always, I run every day. Mm. Um, and what I'll do is on my shift days, and my wife's even got the little traffic app, she'll have a look at about quarter to six when we finish and she'll have a look to see what the holdups are on my way home. Yeah. And she'll let me know there's a bit of a BM5s at standstill or whatever, and in which case in my locker at work, I've got a spare set of running shoes and headphones and everything else. And I'll, yeah. I'll go for a run around Botany 
uh, for about half an hour, 45 minutes, then hop in the car and have a cruisy run home. And I get home five, 10 minutes later than I would on a good day, generally quicker than if I had been stuck in traffic. Well, that is a really good tip for those of you who have to deal with, you know, Sydney, Melbourne type of traffic. Or yeah, Brisbane probably has traffic. Set of runners in my locker, set of yeah. headphones in my locker, and I've got a USB head torch thing yep. that I just leave on charge there and, yeah, just go for a run. That's awesome. So what I'm hearing there, which I love as well, and I think many of us fail because we don't do what you're doing there, and that is that planning ahead, that just thinking, you know, oh, oh, it's already there. You know, all of that stuff is waiting for you. Like you're thinking ahead of time. So even whether you use it or don't use it, it's there. That's, you've taken away one of those excuses for, oh, no, I can't run today, don't have time, I'm too tired. Oh, I think that falls back to my management days. I think that's about the only thing that I've carried across. <laughs> it is a little bit of planning sort of thing, you know, like you've got a, you've got a plan, otherwise it's not going to happen. I just love it. It's, it ties into, you know, people talk about putting their clothes or they're getting their running clothes ready before they go to sleep or, um, as you said, put it, have a spare set in the boot of the car um, or for me, sometimes if I've got an early morning meeting and I know I need to have a run in the day, I'll actually have my running clothes on underneath whatever clothes I've got on because I've got them on now. So I'm not, I have to go for a run because I've got running clothes Well, on. you might as well use them, eh? What's, exactly. what's the point otherwise? Yeah, yeah. So there's all these little tricks or hacks or whatever you want to call them, which we can all all do, um, which will make us more likely to to do what we want to do. Actually, it sounds like we're trying to force ourselves to do something we don't want to do, but we do want to do well, it. <laughs> well, it's not, but... So many times, even if we're not talking about exercise or anything, how often do you get somewhere and go, oh, if we had a packed whatever, we could do this now. Exactly. Well, we've just put that in place, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, all right. So what kind of running do you do? Do you like like running on the road? Do you do much trails? Like you're out the I haven't done any trails yet and I oh. really want to. Um, I just haven't sort yeah. of found the opportunity. Yeah. I've got a, a – I've sort of reconnected with a friend – that I had in high school, um, bumped into a park run oh, about six, eight weeks ago. And he's got a bit of a loop from his business out around the, the lowland, still a bit bit highway sort of running, but there's a few trails in it. And he does like a 20K loop around there. Oh, nice. So I'm pretty keen to get on Like he's invited me to come and do that. And before I scuffed my knee, I was all set to do that that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start doing that. And again, he works a pretty funky roster, so we can sort of make it work together anyway. Yeah, like do it on a day when, you know, most people are at work. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll just run. We'll just, I'll just meet him in his business and yeah. his loop works out where he ends up back there anyway. So, Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, so what kind of goals do you have for your running? Do you have any goals? Like, is it race? Oh. Like you said before, you're quite competitive. So I wonder... Whether yeah, it's the yeah, competitive I, things you want to do. I, I'm trying not to, if that makes sense. Yeah. I I did the City of the Surf, which was my first event, and I beat the crap out of myself at the end of it because I didn't do anywhere near what I was hoping I'd do. Oh. I I um I I'd set a time in my head. Like I, when I st- when I signed on, I just signed on in the yellow group, which I think is people that are hoping to do it in under two hours forty or something. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I engaged a run coach and we started really going well. And I had a time in my head of down around the, the 79, 80 minutes. Yeah. And I didn't do it. I messed up in a few different areas. Um, didn't prep on the day as well as I should have. And I, I ended up coming in just on the hour and a half, which is pretty disappointing. I, I've got to say, but 
one thing I've learned at it, because when I got to the finish line, you know, my wife was, you know, congratulating me and all that sort of stuff. And um, I was, oh, you know, ready to kick the dog, that sort of thing. And it was only a few days later, I thought to myself, you know what? 18 months ago, there is no way in the world you would have finished it. Yeah. 18 months ago, you know, you wouldn't have even signed on for it. So that was an achievement in itself. Mm. I signed into a group that was hoping to do it in under two and a half hours sort of thing. And I've done it in under an hour and a half. So yeah. I should have looked at those positives from it and enjoyed the experience. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, my, that's my goal going forward is to, oh, I want to enter more races. I was hoping to do the three bridges half in a couple of weeks, but I don't think I'll be able to because of my knee. Um, but I want to do a, a half next, not because it's, well, that's the next logical thing, but yeah. because I just want to get that sort of distance out of there. But I also want to enjoy the, the buzz, the hype, the experience of it all, because that's one thing that I sort of touched on in the city to surf, because it was a great atmosphere, yeah. but I, I didn't allow myself to do it because I was too focused on a set time. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just want to enjoy it more. Yeah. That's, and that's a big, that's a really big part of um, like mindfulness in general, really, that, that we often, like me as well, and most people I know, we, we spend so much time either anticipating something and then we get there, we're, we're doing it and then we're, we're, we're not in the moment enough. We're too busy worrying about, oh, I'm not going fast enough or it's too cold, it's too hot, my ankle hurts, my this, my that or whatever. Um, exactly. and you and you get to the end and, and as you said, oh, it's was I'm disappointed, I didn't do what I want, you know, rather than just going, Wow, look at me, I'm out here and it's just amazing, and all these people are also having great experience and they're all moving and and you know, as you said, comparing yourself to say two years ago, you weren't going to be doing that. So no. wow, and, and you're already doing more than you know, we all are <laughs> than people sitting on the couch who who haven't found their way. To go oh, exactly. exactly. So, but yeah, as, like without trying to roll back to it, like mm. there was every reason why it should have been a fantastic day. Um, mm. My wife, in the lead up, we were sort of arming and arming how we're going to do this sort of thing. And then she ended up booking us a couple of nights at the Pullman, which is right on the start. Oh, nice. So, literally, I walked downstairs out the foyer, and there's our staging area for my group. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, <laughs> and she drove down to Botany, and where, where the car park for the Pullman is, it was just before the road closure, so she could duck yeah. down there. She got parking about 800 metres from the finish. She was there as I crossed the line. We ducked back to the hotel, had a nice shower, then headed down the rocks for the day. It was all, it was a great day. I just didn't allow myself to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said too, though, to congratulate you for acknowledging that and reflecting on it. Like the fact that you reflected on it and saw it mean, means in the future, hopefully you won't fall into that trap as easily. Oh, so that's, I, that's good. Yeah, I'm not going to allow myself to fall mm. into that trap the next round, I just don't, I'd rather, I think I'd rather have a slower time and enjoy it than, mm-hmm. than hit that number. I've had, and I, I reflect often how to get myself out of when I finished marathon, especially a good marathon. I'm like, Oh, I understand this, how I'm feeling is really good right now. So that this, yeah. it's another element of what you're saying. I feel great right now, but I can't, it's like a quicksilver. I can't hold on to it long enough. Because yeah. because before you know it, you know, within a day that marathon's done and dusted. You've done all the training, you've done the marathon, it's now done and dusted. It's kind of what's next. And so you end up on this treadmill thing. So it's yeah. trying to actually just enjoy the moment rather than all already grasping for what that next moment will be, if that makes sense. So it's trying not to do that. Well, that's what I'm I'm hoping not to do because I, I think I was falling into that trap. Mm. Um, as I said, I was, you know, this is we've 
I'd actually already worked out the next run I was going to do and I was going to hit this time and I was going to do it. And I'm thinking, why do it to myself? You know, it's, it's only setting myself up for disappointment because because of my competitive nature, I'm going to set a time which is better than I've done before or like usually unachievably better. Um, and then I'm going to fall a little bit short and go, you know, yeah. well, whoops. <laughs> there's no need for it in life. So you can probably make your goal. Um, my goal is to really enjoy, like make it not necessarily about a number. So that got those goals can be there, but there are other goals yeah. that are more important, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Enjoying the day with your wife afterwards and, and at the rocks and all of that. And, and living with that satisfaction, there is something, I know I've had those days where you've had a, a race irrelevant of how well you did. The rest of the day felt really cool because you know that you had been out there and you'd done a bit of work and you'd achieved this little race and you could enjoy the rest of the day in that knowledge, if that makes sense, that you have ticked something off. And irrelevant of the time and things like that. Anyway, they're all little little tricks that we get to play with our mind. We get to practice some of that though when we're when we're training. So, yeah. uh, how do you when you when you are when you're running? How are your what are you thinking about basically? So, what kind of stuff is tipping is ticking over in your head? Uh, it'll depend on the day. To be honest with you, um, I'll solve the world's problems. I can sort oh. world peace out while I'm running. Um, <laughs> it's just. How it all is. Like I'll have conversations with my head in my head about, you know, like or conversations with people, plan them in advance, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and just just get that sort of stuff out of, you know, anything. Yeah, pretty much I'll discuss anything in my head and try and sort it out. It's just <laughs> yeah. I, I try and get into like a, a, a bit of a, a zen state for want of a better term and just sort yeah. of go from there. Yeah. And the, the longer I go, the longer it takes me to get into that state. So next thing you know, uh a run that I was hoping to do in about 35, 40 minutes ends up being an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's interesting. When you go for a run, you don't say, I'm just going for a run for an hour or something or 5K or 10K. You go for, you just go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'll just yeah, go. I've got some routes. I sort of follow around the area, but whether it be one 5K lap or two 5K laps, depending on how yeah. I'm feeling on the day. Yeah. And do you listen to anything? Are you like a, uh, well, I know you listen to the podcast, but do you, when you're running, do you listen to things? Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, depending on what I'm hoping for, like what I'm trying to achieve, if I want a quick run, I'll, um, I've got a, I, I, I like late seventies, early eighties punk sort of thing. So if I want yeah. something quick, I'll go into that. Wow. If I'm just after an easy run, I'll, I've even got a little Spotify playlist, Mark Cafe music sort of thing. So I'll just sort of cruise along to that. Um, I don't do books and podcasts while I'm running because yeah. I tend to lose place where I'm going on that because my mind will wander. <laughs> they tend to be more for when I'm doing walks. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because I've had this bung knee, I've been doing 10, 12K walks okay. uh, most days. So that's where I've been getting up to date with podcasts and books and that. So um, how did you hurt your knee? Uh, that was a work thing. I sort of overextended it. Mm. So, yeah, the physio said, you know, don't run, go for a walk as long as it's comfortable. So that's what I've been doing. And how long is the has the physio told you not to run for? Uh, well, we're just reviewing it every week. Okay. And how long ago was it that you hurt your knee? Uh, about three and a half, four weeks ago. Okay. So how are you feeling about that? <laughs> oh, that's It's causing me a bit of grief because <laughs> um, I 
yeah, there's been certain things uh, like the anniversary of my mum's death where I wanted to just go out and just run it out yeah. for a couple of hours sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. So that was quite a long walk, I've got to say, that day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we got past that. And, you know, in, in terms of um, celebrating the small wins, mm-hmm. 18 months ago or a couple of years ago, that would have, that, that day would have been spent curled up on the couch with, you know, chocolates, biscuits, cakes, that type of stuff. Yeah. Whereas this one was spent, you know, with a two and a half hour walk. Yeah. So, you know, there's benefits there as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, so do you identify yourself as a runner now? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I do, but not a serious runner. <laughs> what does a serious uh, runner look like? Tell me that, Michael. <laughs> oh, a serious runner is, well, actually, I don't know what one looks like, but it's not what I identify myself as. <laughs> um, my wife would tell me I'm a tragic, compulsive runner. Yeah. Um, my kids would as well. But I don't know. I, I, I look at some of the guys at Park Run that are, that are, you know, all dressed up in the fancy gear and the, mm-hmm. the pulling sub you know, 18-minute 5Ks, that type of stuff. That's yeah. a serious guy. Yeah. Whereas I'm just out there for a bash. If I come in under 25, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's – yeah, it's 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 not my life. But yeah. i tell you what, if I couldn't do it, I'd be a bit disappointed right now. So how long do you think you'll run for in your life? Oh, as long as my feet point forward. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as I'm physically able to, I think I will. I think I've finally made that connection that I didn't make last time between running and my mental health. Yeah. And yeah, I just know that if I go for a run, I feel a lot better. Um, I tend not to have, you know, funks with certain things. So yeah, I'll, yeah, as long as I can, I'll do it. And what are your family and your friends who've seen you in the yo-yo journey for the last 20 years? <laughs> what do they make of it all? <laughs> Um, yeah, they've been really supportive, eh? They've, yeah. um, they, they didn't, honestly, they, they, again, they thought that, you know, six months on, I'd be back to me old self again. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've, they've admitted that they've also, they're seeing me go from being all, you know, fitness, fitness, fitness to trying to find a bit more of a balance with it. Yeah. And they seem to be yeah. quite happy with that. Yeah. Um, had a weekend away with the boys last weekend and yeah, you know, still had a few drinks and, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, you know, where in the past I'd eat all the wrong foods, drink way too much, curl up, go to sleep, get up, do it all again. Whereas this time I, you know, get up, go for a bit of a run and, or in this case it was a walk because I couldn't go for a run, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you find, is it because of the weight loss surgery and the running or yeah, that, that your food choices and things are, are different now? What do you, or is it kind of all uh, happy? Well, it's, it's, all, it's, all a, it's all a big thing. The weight loss mm. surgery didn't doesn't make me go for a run. The yeah. weight loss surgery doesn't make me eat better. Like you can eat yeah. whatever you want after surgery. Exactly. You know? But it's just, uh, I just, as I started, I, I think I've been a bit more mindful about what I've been doing and how I've been doing it. And I've yeah. come to realize that, you know, eating crap makes me feel like crap. Mm. Um, I'll still eat some dodgy stuff. Like last yeah. night we had hamburgers. Yeah. Um, but I can only fit half a hamburger now in. But, um, you know, I, I enjoy what I eat, but I don't eat to excess anymore. Whereas before I used to eat, so I felt crook. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I, I don't do that. I've learned, I've learned when, I, when I feel full yeah. and that's when I stop. 
the, the problem that does give me though, now I'm a runner. Oh, oh should I just call myself a runner? Um, yes. <laughs> now, now I'm doing that. I find I've got to, to keep my protein and that up. So I've got the energy. I find I've got to eat several times a day. Yeah. Um, to get those numbers in, which in my job's pretty good because we tend to have breaks every five minutes or it feels like it. So you can always fit that in. Um, it's just a matter of packing the right stuff. That's all. Yeah. Like being prepared, like you said before. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of smashing the vending machine for morning tea, you just prepare it and bring it properly. Yeah. I love that. And uh, well, this is probably very stereotypical, but it strikes me that the environment that you work in, that you wouldn't be that common in like the other people that you work with, are they, are they yeah, on the no, vending machine or is they lot, they lot healthier? No, 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 oh, there's a couple that are, but as a rule, no. Mm. Um, yeah. There's a couple little, you know, vending machines hit where you find your morning tea and lunch. Yeah. Um, but you know, one of the guys I work with, he's like on my, on my panel, he's, um, he does a bit of trail running and everything else. Oh, awesome. So we've got a bit of a common goal there. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't ran together yet, but you know, it's on the cards. Um, and yeah, a couple of other guys are into cycling and everything else. So yeah, no, no, there's a few guys that are pretty fit. Oh, see, that's what I mean. We're, we're all very stereo. We have these stereotypical ideas about, you yeah. know, different, different work places and, and or just different people. So it's lovely to hear that. I love that. That's awesome. And you said before that your sisters, um, were, uh, what are they were horse riding and, and even yeah, well, they're, they're, well they're, they're again, they're, um, uh, mid and late forties now, my sisters. So they don't mm -hmm. do the horse riding. So, well, they don't have any horses anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like my next sister down, she's a couple of years younger than me. She's yeah, regular. The, well, both sisters are regular at the gym. They're in the members of the same gym. The younger one, she, um, she does a bit of running, mm -hmm. but she's, she's out at the moment. She fractured her ankle. So she's out for a bit. <laughs> We were hoping to do the three bridges together, but yeah, she's not she's not going to be able to do that. So, in fact, she was only out of a moon boot on Saturday, I think. So, yeah, she'll be oh. a, a little way off yet. But um, over the years, they both tried to get me out there and get me running, um, and I've always been, yeah, 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 let's do that, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'll just go into radio silence now when they try and hook me up for a training run. <laughs> and so it's been a bit the reverse. I've been trying to get them in, and they've just, yeah, nah. <laughs> Yep, they probably think you're too fast for them now. That's what happened. Oh, I think they do, but I think um, my youngest sister, before she fractured her ankle, she's a member of a, one of the hills running groups. Yeah. So she must be doing some reasonable sort of sort of times. I'm thinking. You would think so. What? So well, what about she, your kid? Time she did a half marathon in a couple of years ago, and it was a lot better than what I think I'd be doing. Wow. Well, maybe. Yeah, I, I know people get a little bit sort of. Yeah. In the unknown, is anxious, maybe not, is an, an exaggeration, but, you know, it's just that unknown of going running with someone that they haven't run with before, especially someone who is a friend or a family member and yeah. there is that level of, um, you've got to find, where do I fit in this and how do I how do I get through that without it, you know? Well, um, I've sort of suggested when she, she's fit enough again, we'll, we'll do a park run. This is a bit of a, you know, let's face it, it doesn't matter who's, who runs what pace. Yeah. It's only 5Ks. Yeah. The longest either it'll be waiting for is about five minutes anyway. Exactly. I so then we'll grab a coffee afterwards. And what about your kids? Are they um, Do they do much sport or any sport at the moment? No, not at the moment. My young bloke was right into indoor soccer for a while. Mm -hmm. um, or soccer and indoor soccer for a while. But yeah. he's, he's 21. He's got a girlfriend. 
yeah. doing his apprenticeship, trying to start a business, all that sort of stuff. So he's focusing on other things. And my daughter's at uni now, so yeah. that's they just yeah, yeah. She's pretty flat out with that. Yeah, mind you, then them seeing you and your wife, seeing their parents out there doing things that are out, you know, not just um, stuff they have to do for work but deliberately yeah. getting out and moving is something that they, we talk about that a bit on the podcast, puts it in their toolbox as something available to them in the future. Should they? Oh, I think that? you're right. I think you're right. Like my, my young bloke, he'll like, we do certain things together. Like he came away with the boys weekend for us the other week and yeah. that sort of stuff. I think you, I think in time he probably will. Mm. Um, Cause his girlfriend's pretty fitness minded sort of thing. So I think mm-hmm. you find he'll do that just so he can stay a bit fitter. <laughs> um, but he works in a, in a fairly physical <coughs> trade. Um, so he, he's pretty bulked up anyway, like yeah. in a good way. Yeah. But I think you find, you know, like all landscapers and everything else, that mm-hmm. in time the the sausage rolls for breakfast and that'll take their toll. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's true. <laughs> it's that um, it's the difference between the strength sort of training versus doing some um, uh, aerobic training as well. Although I think yeah. the landscaping's full of aerobic sort of stuff too. Um, so on those days when you have planned that you're going to have a run and for some reason you don't like you don't feel like running that day, how do you make yourself do it? What's what's your motivation to get out the door when you don't feel motivated? Um, I don't know that I, I have anything. I don't think I've come across that yet. That's Occasionally awesome. it'll be teeming down and whilst I don't mind going for a run in the wet. I won't do it if it's torrential. Yeah. Um, but in those ca- those days, I tend to look on the um, on the weather app and see how mm-hmm. long it is, and I'll plan to go after that. Okay. Um, a couple of months ago, because we've had a few floods up here in New South Wales over the last yeah. 12, 18 months, mm-hmm. I, I went out for a bit of a run. This is back in February, I think I was. And it started raining whilst I was out, and I was still running. And this lady pulled up next to me. I think she thought I was trying to run, run away from the rain. Oh, no. And... Um, yeah, she goes, Oh, you're right. I said, Yeah, and no, I'm out there on purpose. She goes, You must be crazy. <laughs> you can it's also quite like we've had I know when there's been a lot of rain at home, and I know that there's gonna be some damage out there, like trees and roads are a bit. It's kind of I quite like going for a run then. It's kind of it's to look around and, and see what's happened and it's kind of like an investigation. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a sightseeing tour. Yeah, well, as long as nothing bad's I'm... happened, you kind of bit, bit, you know, a bit of tree damage and bits and pieces. Is very... Well, that's what it was. That's what that particular run mm. was because where I live, I'm on a bit of a hill. Yeah. Um, and all the roads around me get flooded, so I could. I was actually supposed to be at work that day, but I couldn't get out. Oh no. Um, so I thought, well, let's go for a run and see how high the water is. And I just sort of ran to each buddy end of each road. Oh, that's how that is. That one, that is that sort of thing. Just, just a bit of sightseeing type thing. Yeah. So I take it from the way you've been talking, you mostly run by yourself? Yeah, I apart from park run, I've yeah. never ran with anyone else. Oh, wow. But you've got plans for that in the future as well, but with friends and... Yeah, I catch up with yeah, friends and family sort of thing. I've, the whole running group thing, I've, I've never done it, so I can't, you know, one way or the mm. other. Um, but I, I, I like getting involved in my own thoughts and just sort of, you know, head down and... Yeah. You know, if I want to slow up, I slow up. If I want to speed up, I speed up. Yeah, you just kind of uh, use it as your your space, your time to just be. Yeah, well, it's a bit of it's a bit process. of zen time, you know. Like mm. you know, some people you know read a book to relax and get into that type of thing. You know, other people do other things, but for me, it's yeah, I'll just go out for a run and get involved in myself. Yeah, I love it. Um, 
how do you think, and it always seems like a silly question after you hear stories like yours, but how do you think running has improved your life? What would you be missing in your life if you hadn't started running? I honestly think it's it's improved my outlook on life a lot. Um, you know, my, my, my different way, my different thought processes and everything else, it tends to, I think it's picked it up in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and kids will tell me I'm a, a happier person to be around now. Certainly my colleagues at work think I'm better. Yeah. Like easier to deal with because I'm not yeah. so wound up. Yeah. So yeah, it has certainly improved that that outlook. Yeah, yeah, which is vital, isn't it? Really. Um, yeah. So like a lot of people talk. It's the journey that we're on, like life. We're just this. So you may as well make the most of it. Um, well, you're a long time looking at the lid of a pine box, aren't you? Exactly. So <laughs> so being as happy as you can and making the most of of what you do have. Yeah. Um, I do think that running or and or physical um, endeavours help you to do that. They they really just, you, you're making the most of what you've got. Like you've got this body, it moves, you should be moving it regularly. Yeah, and that's that one thing I've sort of noticed. Like when I first started, or last time, actually, last time I started running, I was always, always sick, always injured, always. Okay. Yeah. Whereas this time I've approached it, quite differently and apart from today or this this current injury which has nothing to do with running mm. you know i've certainly been a lot fitter um whereas before every year come flu season i'd be down for weeks with you know green stuff coming out of everywhere yeah. and all that sort of stuff i haven't had that this time i even had covid and apart from feeling like i had hay fever for 24 hours there was no real no real issue um i know that's not everyone but yeah, yeah. that was for me that was it made a big difference um, and even, you know, getting up in the morning and going to the bathroom where it'd be a hobble, limp, everything else. Whereas now, yeah, I sort of bounce out of bed. Yeah. So what do you think is different this time from the last time? Um, well, I've focused on nutrition a lot more now. Yeah. Um, and making sure I get all the good stuff in. Yeah. And that, that's made a massive difference. Um, and also I'm allowing myself days off. Whereas before it wasn't nothing up. You got to go. You want to try and lose weight. You got to do this. Oops, I just spilled coffee all over myself. Um, yeah. Whereas this time I'm allowing myself, you know, rest days and this and whatever. And it's just, I don't know. It's actually been easier to get fitter this time by doing less work. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah a lot of people say that. Um, even some of the fitter, you know, the long distance, um, credentialed runners that I have interviewed as well, they will say um, walking and rest days are actually really important. Like even when you're out for a run, um, walking in some part of it because you're going up a hill or or whatever, for whatever reason, walking is fine basically is the the element, i.e. don't be pushing yourself to the limit all of the time because you break, which is what you found out. Yeah, well, yeah, I've just it's just taken me a long time to find that out because I'm not a real quick learner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> Look at you. So you're going to run for another 50 years? Oh, yeah, well, let's see if I'm 50 now, so I can't see myself hitting another 50 years, but let's do our best for it, eh? Let's do our best. I used to say well, I was going to run and I was going to run. I was going to live until I got a letter from the Queen, but I need to change that now. <laughs> well, you're not going to get one off for now. No, I know. I don't know why I ever would have thought I would actually. Because yeah, <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, it's funny how we do that. All right. So, Michael, it has been delightful to talk about your running journey, and it is really, I think, 
going to help a lot of people because actually I talked to Yvette last week and her stories are, are a bit about around um, weight loss as well. And she also had some weight loss surgery too. Yeah. And I, th- I think for most of us, well, no, I shouldn't say most of us, we use these words and it's not always, not always the case, but for many people, um, losing weight is often their motivation to start running. Yeah. For, for all different reasons. And it's, it's the how do we keep running past that point of yes, okay, I've lost the weight now. Um, I, do I have to keep running? And so it's that developing that love of running and that's being able to, you know, you're going there for for the pure joy of running. That's why you're you're now running, not just to lose weight anymore. Well, yeah, I I haven't really weighed myself for some time, so that that that's not really the issue at all anymore. Now it's just to feel good. Yeah. Yeah, so you're running for a whole other reasons now, which I think is yeah. awesome, and they're, they're really healthy reasons for your future. Yeah. Hmm. So, is there anything about running in particular that we haven't shared that you would like to share from your experience? Not really. Certainly not something that hasn't come up in previous episodes. Um, <laughs> it, it, all, all I can say is if you if you haven't started running, I, I think your best place to sort of start is kick your park runs off. You know, there's a great yeah. place to meet people. Yeah. Um, finish off with a coffee. A, generally, they all end up somewhere near a cafe, or if not, they've got a cafe that they all go to. Yeah. You'll meet a whole heap of new people. So even if you're, you know, you're new to an area or yeah, or whatever, yeah, kick off with a park run, and you'll you'll meet some new friends, and yeah, you'll never know where it'll take you. Yeah, I love that. Not not everybody's listened to the back catalogue of Fit Mind Fit Body podcast, so they may not have heard some of the, the other sage advice from my other guests. <laughs> like you have, Michael. Well, yeah, I don't think you've listened to them all, but you've, yeah, um, possibly. <laughs> you've been listening to them, which is lovely. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So when people come up to you and say, Michael, I want to start running, where would you head them to first? You know, maybe a park run or whatever, but what, what kind of tips would you give them? Just start off slow. Like forget yeah. the pace. You're not mm-hmm. racing anyone. You're the only person you're racing is yourself. So mm-hmm. um, not every run. Is going to be a personal best. Not every yeah. run has to be a personal best. Yeah. There, run to what feels good. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to push yourself so you get a bit better, but don't push yourself to breaking point. There's nothing to be gained from that. There's, you know, you don't win any, win any races when you're parked up. No, so that's true. Just go for a go for a bit of a run that feels good. Yeah. You know, try and push that little bit harder occasionally and mm-hmm. see where it takes you. But other than that, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. Just enjoy the process. And I think if you you do it because you enjoy it, I think you'd be doing it a lot longer than if you do it because you think you have to. Yeah, that's true. Like if you think it's a job or a task. or Yeah, have to don't think off. of it as a, this is what I need to do to do that. Just think of it, yeah, let's go out for a run, clear your head, and mm. you never know where it'll take you. And it'll improve every part of your life. You do it I like think that. it does, yeah. I think, yeah, everything from... You know, your, your outlook on life to your physical fitness and, yeah. Well, Michael, I love that. I love that you're out there walking and I can see trees and parkland behind you. <laughs> Thanks for we're chatting. That's amazing. Um, I do appreciate you coming on the podcast. It has been amazing to get to know you, make a new friend. Um, and your story is inspirational. So well done. Well done, you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome to talk to you. Um, don't jump off straight away I'll say goodbye to you on 
yeah, yeah, no worries. on the other side too. But uh, again, thank you. I do appreciate your time. And I know that people are going to love listening to this. No, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.